This is the Permaculture Podcast. I'm Scott Mann. In September, I had the opportunity to attend the 2018 Mother Earth News Fair in Seven Springs, Pennsylvania. While there, I recorded two in-person interviews, a full-length conversation with Jeremy Zimmerman about his new book, Brew Beer Like a Yeti. I also sat down with Cindy Ball of National Ladies Homestead Gathering to take a few minutes to catch up as a follow-up to our video interview last year. I've included that conversation with Cindy at the end of this episode. I always enjoy the Mother Earth News Fair as a chance to catch up with the various folks I've gotten to know over the years to strengthen and grow existing relationships and start new ones. While at the fair this year, I had a chance to talk with Sean and Michael of Chelsea Green Publishing about the upcoming catalog and what to expect in spring 2019. One of those is a book by Emmett Van Dreisch, who runs a Christmas tree farm where he coppices the trees rather than the traditional cut, stump, and replant. This is something nearly unheard of among the softwoods used for Christmas trees. Emmett also, as I understand, is working on doing a non-familial transfer of a farm, all while carving spoons and raising a family. I reached out to Emmett via Instagram while I was at the fair, and we have an interview scheduled for this week. Another interview on the docket is with Lindsay Bender, the mycologist for Field and Forest Products. If you're not familiar with Field and Forest, they are by far one of my favorite mushroom companies, so much so that I have one of their t-shirts. And I just think that they're one of the best companies on earth because of their outstanding customer service. I spent a lot of time with them over the years getting to know their products and what they offered before I ever ordered my first bag of mushroom spawn. So I spent a good bit of the fair with Lindsay and her coworker Laura as we talked about mushrooms, life in the Midwest, and generally nerding out about all the cool things happening in the world of mycology. As a research scientist with a background in microbiology, Lindsay brings a lot to the table that I've not encountered elsewhere when talking to people who work with mushrooms. But overall that day, I learned a lot, and an interview with Lindsay should be illuminating for anyone interested in the kingdom fungi. Moving away from upcoming interviews, I also saw Jessie Bloom, and we checked in about her new book, Creating Sanctuary, which is off to the printers. We're planning a follow-up to continue to explore the ways we can heal ourselves and help others through the lens of the personal and public projects she's working on. I also saw Sarah Beer and Victoria Redhead Miller of the Fruit Forager's Companion and Craft Distilling, respectively. Sarah was a delight to hear her speak about pawpaws, so I highly recommend you track her down if she's speaking anywhere near you. Victoria had ended her talk when we finally caught up, but she's someone you should also see in person if you get a chance. When describing my time with Victoria to a friend after the show, my friend commented, Victoria sounds like a Jane Goodall of baking and distilling. I think my friend was right. Victoria's love and passion for this material comes through in every moment that I got to share with her. At any large expo like this, you can also expect many vendors. One of those I ran into was Susquehanna Sustainable Enterprises and Rebel Garden Tools, both run by my friend and PDC instructor Ben Weiss. I spent time with him and his partner Ella as they staffed their booth, and we caught up on all things permaculture, gardening, and herbal apothecary. Though I can't speak to the herbal medicine Ben is creating, I can say that I'm impressed with a line of Wilson Alvarez-designed, locally-built garden tools, especially after having a garden fork made by someone else that I wound up replacing after it broke, and then wound up bending the replacement while working on some projects at Seppi's place. The tools Wilson and Ben offer are heavy-duty, hard-working, and with an artisanal, industrial look that appeals to my inner metalhead. For my own use, along with a grub hoe I already own, three tools I would add to my collection from Rebel Garden Tools are the Magna Gracia, a two-tined pick mattock, the Tusk Spade Axe, one of my personal favorites, and the five-tined mini fork with T-handle. Though some might prefer a broad fork to the mini fork, I think that this particular tool set 
forms a well-rounded go-anywhere kit for the gardener, forager, or forest farmer. While talking with Ben, he offered some discount codes to both of his companies for Permaculture Podcast listeners. You'll find those and other discounts and opportunities, such as 10% off classes with the Permaculture Women's Guild, on the podcast affiliates page at thepermaculturepodcast.com slash affiliates, or by using the affiliates button at the top of the homepage. Overall, this was another great Mother Earth News Fair in Seven Springs, Pennsylvania. If you have a fair coming anywhere near you, definitely see if you can go check it out. I find tickets to be incredibly affordable for the amount of educational opportunities, lectures, and people that you can encounter while you're there. I look forward to seeing what my local fair holds in 2019. If you'd like, you can see pictures from the weekend, as well as some of the things that Ben and Wilson are working on, at instagram.com slash permaculturepodcast. Of course, you'll find links to that and many more in the show notes. As mentioned in the opening, last year at the fair I spoke with Cindy Ball of National Ladies Homestead Gathering. Returning to the 2018 fair, we sat down and recorded the following short conversation to discuss where her organization went in the preceding year and what their plans are for the future. And I was wondering if you could give us a bit of an update now in 2018 on what you and the organization have been doing over the last year. Absolutely. So last year, April of 2017, was my first time speaking at the Mother Earth News, and they have given us the platform to go ahead and speak at all their conferences. And so we did. We've only missed one so far, and I speak on a, on a couple of different topics. And it has allowed our organization to grow exponentially. I was super excited about it. However, our structure was not set for that kind of growth. So so we've had to slow down some, um, shore up our platform and our foundation before we could continue with the rapid growth that we were seeing. So I'm still speaking at Mother Earth News, but we're much more careful about kind of vetting our chapters, you know, before we get them started. But now we're there. So in this last year, that's what has happened. And so now we're actually seeing a growth in our chapters again because now we're ready and, and we can we can take them in and help them and make them you know their chapters be successful but a couple of things that we have really honed in on is our purpose statement and it was kind of long before and so now it's short and it's empowering women through homesteading and so we're taking the platform of homesteading and using that to really empower women in, in things that they want to achieve and then there's three areas of training that I realized we weren't equipping our women enough for in the way our setup was. And the first one is training and leadership because we have a board that runs each of our local chapters. And so for us, we wanted them to have that training and leadership so they could be successful. And women don't just lead like in LHG or in a chapter, but they lead in their home or they lead in their business or they lead in whatever else that they're involved with. The second area is we have found, I have found as I've traveled around the country, a lot of women, especially younger women, have forgotten or have never experienced living in face-to-face -face community. So a lot of them are involved in community that are virtual, but face-to-face -face is so different, so different. So we've actually formulating a plan on how to help women know how to live in community and the benefits. And that's been really fun to watch that because especially people who've never had community, to see them thrive. And not just exist, but really thrive because of that and the, all the benefits that come with it. And then the last area, so we have women that get involved with the Ladies' Homestead Gathering in their chapters. They find their niche or their passion, and of course that just explodes. And then, oh, all of a sudden we have a cottage business. 
and there's been no training on how do you run a business. So now that's one of our other main focuses is on how to build a business, a cottage business, how to market, how to you know produce quality products, and all the components that go with building a business. So that's our, our three major focuses outside of just starting a chapter. It's the training and leadership, training and community, and training on how to build a business. So... Those are the biggest things that we have changed since last year. And the other thing is we've, we've shortened our mission statement, which has been great because it's so easy now to know. It's sharing knowledge. What we found is we put out the knowledge. They come for the knowledge, but they stay for the community. So the next one is building community. We're all about community because we've just seen women thrive in that. And then the last one is growing friendships. More times than not, women get involved in this community and they kind of find their soul sister, if you will, and those two become really great friends and start doing life together. And it's just, I don't know, I get so excited about what I see happening in here and the growth aspect, and I feel much more confident moving forward because we have a solid structure now. So bring on the growth. I'm looking forward to doing another conversation with you to catch up on what you've done between 2018 and 2019. Mm -hmm. Do you know what you're planning to do in the year to come? One of the components that we're doing for 2019 is we're starting a podcast. And the reason for our podcast is to continue to share that knowledge because that's one of our, our mission statements and to build that larger community across the country. And so it's uh, part of the components of the podcast will be sharing the knowledge from experts and referring books that we feel are apropos for that subject. And then the other is having our members that are involved with the Ladies Homestead Gathering share their story, share their story of homesteading. And they all look so different. We have ladies. So we say homesteading is anything that you do at home instead of going to the store. So that really broadens those that we consider homesteading. It's that journey towards sustainability. It doesn't happen overnight. And so letting other women hear other women's stories about this is where I started. I lived in an apartment in the city. And now, you know, I know how to do container gardening and I make my own salves. All the way to women who start maybe started in the city but now have a couple of acres and they've got chickens. You know? And so it's just, it's... It's doable, and so encouraging women through the stories of other women, to me, is like a great platform. And it was one of the things that you and I spoke about yesterday when we were catching up, is that I really love your organization and the mission because of so many women who I've known over the years who feel really isolated yes. a lot of this work, mm-hmm. or not having partners who are supportive about it, or like even my own experience of having been a stay-at-home father gave me a bit of a taste of what that's like yeah. to be at home yeah. and feel some of that isolation. Right. And so what is it like that we can go back out then and find other people who are doing this kind of work mm-hmm. so that we don't feel as alone, right. or we have those questions, we have peers to talk to, right. rather than trying to find those people who are the authors of books and things who feel more like an expert standing on the stage, you know, speaking right. down right. from that stage to us, as opposed to somebody who's sitting in the crowd next to us, learning alongside of us. Right, right. And if you are listening to this podcast and are wondering if there's a chapter near you, if you go to the nationalladieshomesteadgathering.org, mm-hmm. and on our website there's a pull-down for chapters, and then with that you can see if there's one in your area, or if you feel so inclined and you're like, yes, that's something I need, I want that community in my hometown then we are so open to helping you start a chapter in your hometown. Before we wrap this short little interview up, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Yes. The more I have the privilege of speaking to women, and the more I meet women around the country, the more convinced I am that homesteading is such a viable 
way for women to build their self-confidence and to bring strength not only to themselves but to their family passing that knowledge on to children and to family and friends and I have an incredibly strong passion for women finding other women in community I cannot explain enough the benefits that come with community thank you for that and everything else that you shared today and for everything you're doing to organize women and to continue and grow this organization thank you very much and that was cindy ball of national ladies homestead gathering find out more about her and this organization at ladieshomesteadgathering.org thank you for joining me for this little tour around the mother earth news fair from 2018 The next episode out on October 10th marks the 8th anniversary of the show and is a conversation with my friend, the brewer and mead maker, Jeremy Zimmerman. Until then, spend each day making the connections that make your life more meaningful while taking care of Earth, yourself, and each other.